For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Bless the Lord who forgiveth all our sins. His mercy endureth forever. Please be seated. As we make our way through this holy season of Lent, as we make our journey through the wilderness of this life, it is Jesus with whom we walk. Jesus does not abandon us in the midst of our journey through this wilderness, but rather, like a shepherd, he leads us through the wilderness and feeds us with his word and with the sacrament of his body and blood and forms us as a people. We continue our series on the Nicene Creed. And so if you wish to look at the Creed on page 13. If you can't find it, it's right after page 12. And in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds. And in one Lord, the Creed proclaims not only the full divinity of Jesus Christ, but that he truly is Lord of Lords, that he is our Lord, and so it is our Lord and our God who comes to us to lead us through this wilderness. It is God himself. As I've said before, he didn't send an, an angel to lead his people or a great prophet, or a very good-looking priest. Rather, God came himself into this world, our Lord, to walk with us in the midst of this wilderness, the midst of this world, nourishing us, forming us, feeding us with his word and with his own life and the sacrament of his body and blood. And in one Lord Jesus Christ, the holy name of Jesus, the Nicene Creed proclaims the name Jesus, the name given by the Father through the archangel Gabriel to Mary and Joseph. And the name Jesus means the salvation of God. 
And so the salvation of God has come in the person of Jesus. He has come to deliver us from sin and death and to lead us into his kingdom. The salvation of God has come, Jesus Christ. And the word Christ is Greek for anointed. God's anointed one, the Messiah, the promised one, the one uh, whom the Holy Spirit, uh, of whom the Holy Spirit spoke through the prophets. Salvation has come. Death is no longer the final word in this world. Life and salvation and forgiveness in Jesus is now the final word in this world for all who believe in him. He is the Christ, the promised one, God's anointed, the only begotten Son of God. My friends, this is the most important point of the sermon today besides the allusion to the very good-looking priest. I didn't say it was me, by the way. We, we got Father Michael Cheney there. We got Father Warren there. Father Bob at home, recuperating, looking good, I suppose. Okay. I mean, it was referring to me, but you didn't know that. Yes, you did. <laughs> Note this. For this is so important. The only begotten Son of the Father, before we proclaim anything else about our Lord Jesus Christ, we proclaim the relationship He has with the Father from all eternity. You see, above anything, it's about relationship. The very relationship that the Father has had with His Son from all eternity, He desires now to share with us by adoption and grace. That we too may be called the children of God. What dignity you must have to be called a child of God. For you are being called by grace, by the very name that Jesus has had from all eternity. What dignity, what worth, what value you have in that you were called a child of God. In 1 John chapter 3, it says, See what love the Father has given us that we should be called children of God, and so we are. See what love the Father has given us. See what love God the Father has given you, given me, that we should be called the children of God, and so we are. So you see, before proclaiming any other doctrinal thing, the relationship 
is what is spoken about. And this is what God desires for you. That you know Him. And that you know His love for you. And that you allow that love into your heart. And allow that love to change you. And then to share that love of God. To allow it to overflow from you into the hearts and lives of others. You see, above all, it's about relationship. John 3, 16 and 17, For God so loved the world, that is, for God so loved you and me, that he sent his only begotten Son. It's out of love that he sends his Son. Out of love for you and for me. Out of a desire that we would know him and call him Father, and know his love, which is divine love and eternal love. What love the Father has showered on us that we would be called the children of God, and so we are. It's about relationship. Think of the great commandment. It doesn't say, thou shalt obey the Lord thy God. It doesn't say, thou shalt fear the Lord thy God. It says, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy strength, with all thy soul. And then that love that the Father has given to us as we reciprocate it it then spills over for a love for neighbor and for ourself. And so everything becomes about the love of God being poured out into us. And this is the relationship that the Father has had with His Son from all eternity. And they wish to share it with us. In John... 14, 23, it reads, Jesus answered him, If a man loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him. Why? Because the word of God will be within our hearts. Not hatred, not prejudice, not unforgiveness, not fleshly desires, not a desire for the things of this world, but a desire and love for God's word to be written on our heart. And so my Father will love him. And now listen to this. And we will come to him and make our home with him. God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, desiring to make their home with us. To make their home, to bring all of heaven into our hearts. What worth, what dignity, what value you must have to be the home of God. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. He does not come to condemn 
He does not come to judge. He doesn't come to beat you down. He comes rather to redeem you, to save you, to forgive you, to love you, to raise you up. Now, make no mistake about it, Jesus will return one day as judge at the end of time. I know when that is, but I'm not going to share it with you. You might want to be prepared. No. Well, yes, but... (laughs) But right now he's in the world, not as judge, but as divine physician, desiring to love you and to heal you and to raise you up and to bestow upon you a dignity that is greater than even the angels in heaven, that you would be called the sons and daughters of God. And know that love. And have that love fill you. And have that love overflow from you. We read these words in the creed, in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of His Father before all worlds, most of the time probably without thinking that what, the, what these words are proclaiming is the eternal relationship between the persons of God that we are invited into. He is the only begotten. So Jesus is the only Son of the Father by nature, but we are all the sons of God by adoption and grace. And all that is Jesus's from all eternity, all that is his by nature, the Father gives you as his adopted children. Begotten of his Father before all worlds, that is, from all eternity, before there was creation. That's the relationship that God desires now to share with us. But we're not to keep that to ourselves, but rather to share it with others. God loves us. We reciprocate that love. And then that love overflows from us into the hearts and lives of others and to ourselves. For how can we fail to forgive ourselves or to love ourselves in a godly way when we bear such dignity that we are called the children of God? Now your favorite part of the sermon, the end. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. God loves you. Offer that love back to him today. Allow it to fill you and to overflow from you into the lives and hearts of others in a world that so desperately needs God's love. Amen.